0: Hey everyone, it's the Lollygagging podcast with Rick and Dave, and now here are your hosts, Rick and Dave. Oh, this coffee, this coffee is good. Mm. Are, 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 are we on language? Oh, great we're getting we're getting booted off the internet for for sure. Hey, Rick, 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 hey, guess what? I just got back from uh, from our favorite event, the event that we know each other mostly through and because of, the Polyglot Gathering. And
1: oh, sorry, I thought you meant the Monster Truck Rally.
0: Oh, no, no, that's not until next week. Oh, right, okay. So, <laughs> who knew monsters drove trucks? That's so crazy. <laughs> I know! Mm. All right, so
1: how, how you doing, Rick? How you doing? I'm pretty good, I'm pretty good. So, yeah, back to work now and back to reality land. We did a, a little... Um, YouTube thing the day before we all departed from Bratislava so we, we can put a link there and and you can actually look at the rather horrible mess that we made of the hotel room uh, so that's I was uh, I didn't think about blanking that whole thing out but yeah so so since then I well I've got a crazy scheme so we were gonna we were gonna try and update people on our goals before the next polyglot gathering. If they'll have us back. If we're allowed in in country. But they moved the country, so hopefully the police won't have us on record anymore. Hopefully. Sneak across the border. Shh.
0: I saw the video that we were in. In fact, I was in it. So, yes, I'm familiar with it. And we, talk, we talked a little bit about it, but what, we, we didn't really dig deep into what we, what we really got out of it and what we came home with other than books. Some Haskell books. Some, well, yeah, yeah, exactly. So what, what, what was your biggest takeaway from the, the gathering? It doesn't need to be a talk necessarily, but just like what, what, what did you get the most from it? Uh, don't, don't drink with Chris home. That was the number
1: one thing whatever you do, if you want to live a normal life, don't drink with Chris Brown. (laughs) So so there was that one. But um, I think from all the talks and things, I I don't know if it was a talk in general, but over the course of that time period with yourself and some of the other people uh, that we were at at the gathering, as well as some of the talks, I sort of came up with this scheme um, that I wanted to try, some sort of well, like a little crazy challenge um, for myself, but I don't, I don't think it was any particular uh, talk, but it was just the fact that I went to a lot of talks in Italian and I was pretty disappointed at my own level of Italian. And I was trying to come up with some sort of scheme to improve it, which we can go into later. But I mean that. But basically, it wasn't really one single talk, but it was rather the accumulation of italian talks that sort of got me thinking about how i could could press forward or improve my italian and so so the main takeaway i think was i went to those talks and i wasn't happy with my level and i really need to you know up my game as it were so that was my takeaway which is i need to
0: up my game uh, that's what everyone should get when they uh, when they come back from, from the gathering or any any uh, polyglot event. Well,
1: so some people might not, you know, the ones who speak
0: thirty seven languages, and there's a couple of those people. Well, excellent. So, what are you what are you, what are you going to do with Italian? Or I, I I'm assuming you're sticking with Italian and possibly French. Wee oui, wee. Oui? Uh,
1: well, I'm am sort of putting French in in maintenance mode, really, at the moment. I'm not really actively pursuing it, although I have been doing a lot of speaking with people so just for a recap for anybody who didn't know i did a last year between the two gatherings i did a little challenge for myself which was language exchanges so i did a lot of language exchanges in order to push myself to activate the words um that i knew and to try and improve my comprehension and all that sort of stuff so basically just talk to people And so my talk was on what I learned after 500 plus language exchanges, you know, in a really short time, like four months. And this time uh, I'm I'm, I'm focusing on Italian, but I will keep French as a sort of a back burner um, maintenance thing. So I am talking to people. I speak to people in French. And because I've done all these language exchanges, I still speak to a lot of people uh, quite frequently. So, I mean, I've done... I've done four by Tuesday evening and turned down a lot as well. And we're going to talk about me because, you know, me, me, me. Tell us about you.
0: <laughs> Testify.
1: <laughs> Woo-hoo. So one of the things I was looking at was basically, uh, as I said, trying to get my English, uh, my English up to speed. No, <laughs> not English. What's the other one?
0: The, uh, Italian. Italian. Yeah, Italian. that's the one. So
1: anyway, so what I was looking at doing, uh, I initially thought I would, I would there's, a, there's a methodology which is fairly obscure. Not a lot of people do it. Uh, on the forum, it's pretty well known. A lot of people do it. And for beginners, there has been a lot of people that do it and get a significant amount of, of mileage out of it. It's called LR or listening, reading. Typically, what you do with this listening reading is you have – you get a a long book, a novel, and you have it in various formats. So I'm learning English – sorry, I'm learning Italian and I speak English. (laughs) I'm never going to live that dark. Anyway, uh, so what I get is the book in uh, the English version of the book Mm -hmm. written. So so let me rewind. This is the way you're supposed to do it, and then I'll tell you how I'm going to do it. Okay, good. Right. so you get the, you get two audiobooks, one in English and one in Italian in my case, and you get two books written tec- you know with text in, in Italian and English of the same book so for example, if you were going to read i ha- uh, let 's just pick one uh, around the world in eighty days right Jules Verne. so you get the audiobook in English and in Italian you get the book itself in English and Italian. And you do a first pass. The first pass is you listen to the whole book in Italian while reading the Italian because what you're trying to do here is not understand it but work out the word breaks, if you see what I mean. So you're, you're, you're listening to the speaker and you're looking at the words and you're, you're trying to see where they're running the words together or they're making the word boundaries do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. the purpose of this is to get the porosity and the word borders and breaks in your head, so you get some familiarization with the language. Now, this LR method is mostly used by people at the beginning. Okay. Then um, the next step is to do what they call L1, L1, listen in language one, and read. So the first time through, you listen the whole thing in Italian, right? The second time through, you would. Listen to it in Italian still, but read it in English as as they're reading as they're saying the Italian, you read along in English, right? Okay. Um, So you get an immediate translation of what you're hearing. So you do that three or four times. Okay. And so you've listened and read along the books, you got immediate translation the whole time. And then the last time you again uh listen in Italian and read again in Italian. And you should now be able to understand both the written and the words that you're hearing. That's that's the idea. And you do this for a few books. And the real crux of it is you do it for like eight to twelve hours a day, right? So what you're trying to do is swamp your brain with Italian, more or less all the time. Now a lot of people do this at weekends. So they might take um, they just lock themselves in a room and they just do this um, for weekends at a weekend time. Now, there was a lady on the forum who did this, and she started, she didn't know any Italian, but she was going to Italy, and she used this uh, method, and then she basically t- took a test of the before and after, uh, So before she started and then after she got, uh, before she went to Italy, like after she finished this method. And she'd gone from A zero, because she didn't know any Italian at all, to B two comprehension so she she understood what people were saying to her now my problem specifically is comprehension so my plan is a sort of a modified thing uh was to do the listening reading but i would start with, with the listen in italian and read in english so i'm skipping step one right oh. uh, and i'm just doing that i'm also Trying to target initially, I was going to do 150 hours of that, but I'm now targeting doing 500 hours of that. Over,
0: over uh, how long of a period of time?
1: Uh, well, before the next gathering, I hope to have completed 500 hours of, of this listening reading thing. Now, along with that, uh, another part of the of the system is you do chorusing, which is which is where you're repeating a bit of it. So, in this example, what you do is you play a bit of like a sentence or two or three of the audio in a loop. And you chorus with it. You, you try and say it as they're saying it. So you're, you're learning to actually use your mouth okay. to speak it. Mm-hmm. And then the, the final step is you also do transcription. So what you're trying to do in transcription mode is you listen to the audio. In my case, it would be in Italian. And I transcribe what I'm hearing in Italian. So I write it out in Italian, what I'm hearing. And then I check that against the actual Italian book. So so it trying to help you uh, with the the transcription thing is to help you basically understand what you're hearing and be able to write it down and write the, you know, the word boundaries and everything else as per normal. And then finally, you just do translation. So in this example, I would take the Italian book, the, the written book, and I would translate that into English. And then I just try and see how well I did. So you do a page or two of that. That's the plan. Uh, And I'm trying to track my time. So I've put it in a spreadsheet and I've shared it on the forum for everybody to look at so that it's scary and I have to do it. and No excuses. And then the other one, of course, is I still continue doing the language exchanges. So I'm trying to get people to correct my pronunciation. So that's my that's my crazy scheme is to try and do 500 hours of listening, reading before the next polyglot gathering, and hopes that my Italian will be tickety-boo, or at least my Italian comprehension. It might not help with my speaking, but at least I'll understand everything everybody's saying, which is part of my, my major problem at the moment.
0: Okay. Well, this 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 sounds like this has aspects of uh, like other language learning materials where you where you listen a lot, you um, you repeat things, and it also has. uh, It it, it sounds a little bit obsessive in the way that. (laughs) uh, Well, no, no, in the way that, like, okay, so I like I love having books uh like i'll I'll use the the uh popular example of harry potter you know i have harry potter books in different languages i also have the audiobooks in in a couple different languages and i like that because it uh you know it it's it's sort of an obsessive language collection thing for me so it sounds like it has some aspects that uh i would really respond well to um how how far have you gotten so far what do you what do you think of it so far
1: uh well i've managed 10 hours um it's much much harder than i actually thought it would be to listen to something in one language and read it in another mm-hmm. and what i found most of the problem is i read ahead i can read faster than these people can speak and so i'm reading the, i'm literally reading the story and then i think about oh what am i hearing here oh crap i'm two pages ahead of, of, the, of the narrator, so I have to go back. So it's 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 become easier. After ten hours, I've sort of got used to the fact that I have to that I'm not reading. I shouldn't be reading. I'm only tracking the place in the book that the speaker is at, and I'm, I'm so I'm I shouldn't be reading. I should be tracking the narrator and just looking at the translations as he he or she is saying it. And I think that has been the most difficult part for me, and and a lot of people that use this method have said that that is the one thing that you have to get used to. It's the hardest thing to get used to is syncing that written form and the audio up so that you are not reading ahead or getting behind. You know, so um, well, but, but it's, it it seems to be working. I. I i watched uh, last night an italian film and i pretty much understood most of it i understood it better than i think i would have done previously before these 10 hours but i it's i thought when i started that if i had four hours of free time that that would that would count as four hours of lr but actually it really doesn't it it takes a bit of time to get of prep work to get started then you have this problem where you you like I say, you read ahead and then you got to sort of rewind and get back. I've had some difficulty with the resources because I I started with some free audio books and I started with Treasure Island. And about 50 percent of the way through Treasure Island, this free audio thing I had went bad. It wasn't it wasn't the audio was bad, but the the file I had, uh, the, the audio file I had was corrupted. So I basically wasted, you know. Sort of five hours um, because I couldn't get to the end of the book. I could have repeated that fifty percent, obviously, but it's annoying that you can't get through the whole book. So I switched. I've switched resources a couple of times.
0: Is it easy to get resources? Uh, the 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 text, the audio for two, for two different languages.
1: Yeah, it's pretty straightforward. I mean, I'm using a Kindle. For the reading part, so getting an English version isn't a problem and then I have purchased from audible.it the, the Italian audio. So it's relatively straightforward to do and it's you know it's not a, that expensive, especially if you're listening to it three or four times. you know I'm, I'm using these I'm, I'm reusing these resources a lot. The original one I did, I got from Levervox, and that's all free. And the text is from Project Gutenberg, so that's free as well. So there's a lot of that, although if I was doing this in French, it would be a doddle because there's a load of free French books, like Jules Verne. All of the Jules Verne's a ton of French material. Italian, not so much, so free stuff, I mean. But it's not so bad. Uh, The Kindle English version is usually under $5.00. Typically, and then the odd aud- I, I got a couple free audible uh, points, you know what I mean? So you so the first couple things are free and then you because you're it's a subscription based thing. So as a long winded way of saying, yeah, it's not so bad and it's fairly cheap. It sounds
0: like it's a huge investment of time. You mentioned eight to 10 hours a day. How, how many days? What is the optimum number of days in a row where you where you should be putting in this time? Well,
1: for me, my plan, my clever scheme was because uh, the position I'm at now, I've got a contract job and I'm, I'm spending four nights a week in a hotel. So the theory was... I would have between four and five hours every night to do to apply to this. Now, that doesn't actually work out that way. Because I'm doing language exchanges, that eats into the, a couple of hours. So, For example, on Monday, I did two language exchanges in Italian. Well, that's two hours gone, you know, and, and then you're waiting before and you're waiting after. So if I wasn't doing that, I probably could do the five-hour solid. Now, the lady who did this on the forum, who, did, who tried this, she was doing it always at weekends. So she wasn't working. So she would get up early in the morning and she would just do this for 12 hours, two days a week. So she's getting 24 hours in a weekend. And she did that for not a great deal of time. I think it was only about four weekends. She only did it for like a month. So I think she, round, she rounded out about 35 or 40 hours in total. But it, it rocketed her up from, from A, nothing to sort of B1, B2 level comprehension, which is pretty darn good, really. For just you know a month's worth of commitment,
0: and, and and she had no other exposure to to the language at all.
1: No, she did know some Romance languages, so she she knew um, Spanish. So she sort of had a, a bit of a head start because grammatically, Italian and Spanish are quite similar. But she's she's German, so she doesn't she didn't get a you know she didn't she doesn't Spanish, so she didn't get a native language discount there. <laughs> um, but she she had learned Spanish, so she did get a discount uh, for a romance language. But, they, but the person who originated, or, or at least the person who, I don't know if they originated, but they certainly made it popular. They were Polish. And so they had learned all the romance languages this way and Russian. and So, so, you, so this method, you could use it for something like Mandarin. So I could use this for Mandarin because I could basically read the book because I'm reading the book in English. So I'm, I'm not reading characters, if you see what I mean. Mm-hmm. So as far as spoken Chinese, this I think this would really help, because I'm not having to decipher characters. I'm actually getting a translation in my native language, and I'm just hearing the audio. So I don't know. I might try that as an experiment. But i to finish this one before I carry on to the next.
0: Well, and, and, and you, you have a, a, a decent foundation in Italian anyway, so do you, do you find that that is helping you along in some, in some ways, or do you find that it doesn't really play a part because you are now sort of in a, in a different uh, mindset, I guess, or a different, or you're, you're using different muscles maybe.
1: No, I think the problem I've got is that I'm not seeing the quick wins that she saw because she had, so obviously when you're, when you're, when you don't know anything, everything you learn is an exponential growth. But once you get to sort of intermediate level, I'm, I'm already familiar with most of what I'm hearing. I don't need to do the porosity and things. I'm, 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 I'm happy with it. I understand word borders and all that. Inside. So I'm not gaining comprehension as quickly as she did. But the level she got to, I'm starting at, if you see
0: what I mean. Okay, so you you would say you're at maybe a B1, B2 in Italian?
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, I've done tests and things, and people have told me that, so I'll believe
0: them. Do you think that this is sort of universally applicable, or do you think this might be one of those things that only a small group of language learners would really um, connect with and, and get benefit from, or do you, or do you see this as, as a more widely?
1: I think it's quite plausible. I think a lot of people could benefit from it. Um, The problem will be you, you have to be a bit tenacious about it, right? Obsessive as you say, Uh, and you have to be willing to read and listen to the same material repeatedly now so this method does not say go buy 200 books and listen to them all one after the other although that probably would work but what they're saying is take each resource and and just suck it dry of of everything you know get it get it to the point where you've you know you know every word you know what's happening because you've listened you've you've read this book literally four times in the last two days. You know what I mean? Um, so you're familiar with the material and it just, the repetition of it is driving it into your head. Um, so it's a bit like flashcards. It's a bit space repetition. You're not trying to add new stuff all the time. You, you've got to keep at the same book. Like they, they recommend a minimum of four times. So you got to. So you got to be, you're going to have to like this book for a start and you're going to have to be able to tolerate repetition. Um, well, I think it's, it's applicable to everybody it's just it's just whether you've got you know the willingness to do it the appetite for the repetition and things I suppose is the, is the real problem
0: I mean it sounds like it yields good results I have to say that I'm not uh, I'm not particularly uh, uh, drawn to it though so um, so I will have to say that we are no longer friends and uh, my mom won't let me talk to you anymore Woohoo! <laughs> yes <laughs> I hate you so much <laughs> That's right.
1: You've already introduced me to all the interesting people you know. (laughs) Well, I think you should have a go. Like, even if you just did it for a weekend, like you say, you're going to France, right? Sure. Uh, Although you might be lying, but I'll I'll believe you. Okay. But if you did that, and she got remarkable results in a month, four weekends, she did this. Taking two weekends before you go and just hammering French into your brain might not be a bad idea. And you can get a lot of free stuff. Like I say, Jules Verne, that's Six books downloaded off the internet, along with all the audio, you would easily have enough hours to, to do
0: them. That's that's true, and I, and I, I do have Harry Potter in French, uh, both audio and uh, print, so I may I may actually give that a shot because uh, especially with French, I mean yes, French for me is very hard to uh, comprehend you know, uh, by listening. I mean I can I can read fairly well. well.
1: It ain't just it ain't just you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So and and yeah and French is is sort of a, it, it is a weak spot for me, um, especially with with uh, listening comprehension. So um, so actually yeah I may I may actually do that or I may I may use the Harry Potter or I may uh, take your advice and download stuff. It's got to be kind of engaging, but uh, otherwise I think I may just totally like you know lose all attention because you know me uh, I have the attention span of a gnat. But
1: uh, well, see, that's the problem. It's the repetition and the, and the you know that's that's the thing I think that would make it not so popular widely is that but if you've if you've got the tenacity and you've got a reason to do it like you have i think you might get a lot of benefits from it and and i mean i don't know and the reason i'm doing it is i don't know if i'll actually get any benefit from it because the people who've reported a lot of benefit are reporting it when they start at nothing and are getting to intermediate level So I'm sort of starting where they've stopped. So this is why I'm shooting. That's why I'm targeting. She was targeting 50 hours and I'm targeting 500. So, you know, 10 times the amount of hours that she was doing.
0: Yeah, that, it, it sounds like a daunting investment, and uh, but I, I am a little curious now, especially because you're right. I going to I'm going to France in about two months, and um, and I'm, I've been studying. I've been using my flashcards. I've got some audio, uh, you know, lessons and and phrase books and things here that uh, I've, I've had kind of tucked on the shelf until now. But I may I may actually uh, uh, try that out. I'll be I'll be taking a week off and uh, for a wedding and some family visits, and then after that, when I come back, I uh, maybe I'll have to break up the Harry Potter. I've got to
1: say there's a i mean she reported an interesting and i've read a lot of people that have done this right so probably five or six people who have done this type of experiment and all of them have reported a sort of buzz in their head right so and i noticed it as well and i only did it for 10 hours right so i'm only up to 10 hours but after i've after i've done a so my 10 hours is not consecutive. And the longest period I did was about three hours in a row. And at the end of that three hours, Italian was in my head. Like it was randomly popping out. And I even and I even had a dream. And it was like there was a, an Italian. Well, there's t- bits of Italian in it. So it does get it in your head. It makes your brain start to not necessarily think in it, but the, the words... Are a buzz in your head. You know what I mean. They're knocking about up there, and and a lot of people report this effect because they've they've immersed themselves in Italian for a, a huge amount of time, and their brain is engaged.
0: Do, do, do you not find? the same effect through your multiple language exchanges in a day.
1: Yeah, I do. So, I mean, when I, when I uh, speak to Italians, um, I usually find it mostly when, when it syncs up, because I'm doing half an hour of English and a half an hour of Italian with them, right? Okay. Uh, a lot of times, it'll just so happen that I will end with Italian with one person and start in an Italian with another. So I get a full hour of Italian in a row, Okay. At that point, I, my brain has locked in. Uh, it is in full-on Italian mode. And, and I actually find it a little bit difficult when we go back to English because I start popping in Italian words rather um, <laughs> uh, than English. So it does, it does help that, that you know, the cons- consistency over a period of time sort of makes it get your brain locked into that mode
0: of thinking. Hmm. Interesting. I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting, uh, I'm getting a little excited now because I, I want, I want to get to that point. Hmm. Now, now I'm, I'm thinking of changing my entire, uh, method. Yeah. My life, my method. Hmm. Hmm. Cause now, now I want that buzz and I want that buzz in French and Polish. Um, I've, I've gotten that in German before, uh, now and then, cause, cause when I ramp up, then I really get it back. But then when I stop you know, for any length of time, then it kind of dwindles again. So uh...
1: yeah, you got to keep the pressure on. And that's why they're, they're saying, uh, you know, 12 hour blocks of it. You're really, the pressure is on. Um, It's just unfortunate because in my, I just don't have a lifestyle where I can afford to spend 12 hours a day doing that. And I don't have, I don't have that amount of spare time. But um, I did think about doing this for Polish actually, because um, if the, if the, reported effects of starting at nothing and doing this for a, a month or two at weekends, then I think it's worth it before I hit the deck in the next polygot Gathering to do some full-on Polish audiobooks.
0: I like the idea of that, and I, I, I'm i curious to see if you're going to try that and I can learn from your your, your experiences. But my, my other concern is how, how long do you need to do this before it actually sticks around long-term? Because it sounds like this, this person, this woman who did this, she did it. Uh, it was a very, very uh, short-term kind of uh, experience. And then she went and then she sort of had her her goal, her payoff. But but what happened after that? Did she retain anything? Did she stop doing it and then lost her Italian? Or did she stop doing it but still retained it? Is she maintaining it? What, what are the, I guess, the long-term effects and uh, consequences? That's a good
1: question. I'll ask her.
0: Okay great. Please do. Please do. I, I would I would love to hear more of this and I'd love to hear more about what and how it works for you. Yeah. Well, for
1: me in Italian certainly it's it's a, it's a long-term thing. So I'm trying my test is to see if you can improve your intermediate level and get out of the intermediate doldrums into the advanced sort of C1 C2 area. That's what I'm trying to do and and hence the reason of doing 10 times the amount of work that, that a beginner is doing. But I did think in uh, doing the beginner uh for Polish so I might do that about a, about a well they've already got the date so I can work out when I need to do it so I can work out the weekends to start and and I've got basically a year to start collecting up Polish audiobooks and whatever. <laughs> Said it won't be Harry Potter. I'll tell you that for free. <laughs>
0: okay. Well, I uh, I will keep my eyes and ears open. I uh, I have a couple uh, books in Polish uh, that I recently retrieved from storage. I've got uh, some Star Wars books. I've got I think 2001 A Space Odyssey. I may even have Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy in Polish floating around somewhere. So I'm gonna. Uh, yeah, but are they audiobooks?
1: That's the that's the snag.
0: That, that's the key. So that's no. I, I'm not. Sh- I'm not. I don't have them. But if they're available, I'll see if I can find them.
1: Yeah, because that's that's the trick. I mean, that's that's the whole reason I signed up for Audible and things. That I needed the audio book. I, I, you know, they I, I can I can read. That's not a problem. It's the comprehension that's the problem. So so that's pretty much my takeaway from the from the gathering. I, I've decided to ramp up, do another crazy thing, and possibly write to talk about it
0: at the next gathering.
1: I thought you weren't going to give talks anymore. No, I wasn't. But then I thought, that's a really good one, how I melted my brain with listening and reading.
0: Do you have a, a certain period of time that you want to kind of do this before reporting back? Well, I do, because actually what I wanted
1: to do in order to, to work this out is I actually want a C1 test in Italian. So an official, you know, from the University of Rome or whatever. So I, I'm going to schedule next for next uh, spring – a c1 italian exam and see if i can pass it i think it takes a couple of months to actually get the results back so i won't know even if i take the test in like february or march i probably won't actually know the results until sort of july or august
0: okay well we'll we'll, we'll see yeah we'll check back with you then and we'll check back in the meantime to see how that's going so all right right.
1: well that's uh that's my 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 thing done
0: Great. Well, uh, yeah, we will uh, we will we will talk more soon about that. I'm actually very very curious. I'm going to start pulling out some. I, I have to dig up some more French uh, resources, uh, and I'll, I'll I'll see if I can give the uh, give this uh, listening reading uh, intensive challenge a shot um, in the next few weeks. And I may have to report back to you and let you know what I think.
1: Well, that would be good because uh, yeah, you can tell so how your French went
0: okay great well i will be i will be going to paris in uh first week of september so um i will i'll, I'll check in uh, with you and our listeners and just kind of kind of see where i'm at and uh for some some status updates and uh i hope you do the same with italian yeah well done. okay well get out of here man i gotta go listen to some italian oh yeah yeah <laughs> well hurry up you only have like eight hours left of the day yeah yeah okay talk to you later dave all right good to talk to you take care Arrivederci. all right bye everyone all right bye next time on the lolly podcast
1: should we focus on you for the gathering it'll be a short one because you've got 30 minutes of what
0: i'm doing you took away some things people books people books my goal is to take and constantly daily or on a regular basis
1: basically your your plan is to that is absolutely the way to go hasta la vista baby
0: You've just subjected yourself to the lollygagging podcast with Rick Dearman and Dave Prine. If you enjoyed any or all or none of this podcast, please show some love. Subscribe on iTunes. Leave a comment. Share with a friend. Send us a nasty email. Download the podcast for later. Tell people you dated us in high school and regret breaking up with us. Don't sue us. And if nothing else, enjoy learning languages.
1: Don't drink with Chris Home. Tickety-boo.
0: Next time on the Lollygagging Podcast...